What's up, everybody? This is episode 203 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony, and sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal, Quincy. Okay, what's up with the robot voice? I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but... You just... Every time, you just find something to do, like, halfway through. You're like, I'm going to stay with this, no matter how off the wall it is. I just roll with it. Yeah, my brain yeah. is fried at the moment yeah. yeah yeah sorry about last week um uh when we weren't here you know we took a week off respect for the queen you know r.i.p <laughs> to uh queen elizabeth no no fuck with you um we were just off last week because life be like that sometimes That's so true. um we missed opening day at the nfl um and college football do you have a college football team no 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 i went Man. to a i didn't go to u of h mm. or, or a big school for that matter so i don't follow college yeah. sports i just never i'm the last time i paid attention to college sports was when i was in college and right that was many moons ago so whenever it comes on like on saturdays like Twitter just becomes crazy and it's like, oh, okay, so this is a conversation we're going to have. Fun. Yeah, Saturday is dominated by college from like 8 a.m. to midnight Sunday morning. Yeah, if you're like in the Biden administration and you got bad news to put out, put it out on that Saturday. No one will be paying attention. They're too, <laughs> they're too busy watching um Alabama destroy everybody and Texas pretend to be back to care. You're like, oh, we're going to war with China tomorrow. And, you know, you put that on a Saturday. No one's going to know. No one's going to realize anything. Shit, they won't realize anything until Monday. Because half the people are going to continue watching pro football. Yeah. Speaking of college football, Mm -hmm. have you seen that latest Wendy's commercial with Reggie Bush? Uh, Which one? Because he had a couple. Reggie Bush has had a couple of Wendy's commercials, and they're both great, actually. Mm-hmm. That the very first one he did is hilarious, but the most recent one, where they uh, they started out saying many years ago Reggie Bush had something important taken away from him. Oh, and we're here one... to give it back. Oh, it's the one where they gave him that trophy. <laughs> they playing off the fact that his Heisman was taken away from him. What mm-hmm. like ten years ago now? Yeah, Five years, good. something, something like that. That is one of the best commercials I've seen in a long time because that's a, that was a stupid situation that happened. You know, it was, you know, to take the man's Heisman Trophy away from him, like 10 years after he'd already graduated or stopped playing college football is just one of the dumbest things. Just the biggest waste of, of time and money if you were going that far back to take this guy's, you know, 
accomplishments away from him. Yeah, it's like, here, take it. I already spent the money that the booster right. gave me. Here, <laughs> yeah. you can have this back. Fuck it. It's not like you can, t- it's like a, Whenever the NCAA like strips a uh, program of their tiles and anything, it's like okay, fine, but you can't take away the memories. Like, oh, everybody knows I dominated. Yeah. So, but you know, there's still a level of embarrassment. I imagine people feel he might he might have felt because of the situation, even though, in my opinion, he shouldn't have been stripped of the Heisman. But you know, that's that's ancient history as well. But what I love about the commercial is that either either and or either or, or I feel like both, but they're paying him a pretty good amount to do these commercials, right? Mm-hmm. And not only that, he's obviously has a good sense of humor about it now. Like to roll with it and to just hey, Reggie, we have this idea that you know we're gonna pretend like we're gonna make you think you're getting your Heisman trophy back. But instead, we're going to give you this limited edition hamburger. And he's like, let's do it. That sounds great. Like, I, love, I love how this has become one big tangent. But I was just about to say, have you tried Wendy's fries lately? I have. They are delicious. Whoever are much better. Whoever went back in the lab and cooked up this new recipe, thank you. You put your whole foot, your whole ankle in these motherfuckers, man. It pretty much completes my... You know how everybody... I think. We, we all talk about it at some point. We think about it, at least. We're sitting in the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I, you know, give me this restaurant, this fast food chain's hamburger, and this guy's onion rings, and these guy's french fries. Yep. I think Wendy's has, for me, has completed it, where I don't need anybody else's french fries or burger to compliment whatever Wendy's has. They I have the Wendy's, highest overall score. I think so. I think Wendy's is my favorite fast food burger and their fries are, I think they're, they've gotten so much better that I think I can say that they're the best. They're my favorite at, at the moment. You know, Whataburger is up there for me. Their fries aren't as good as Wendy's new version yeah. are and Whataburger is too expensive. <laughs> True. Like I haven't been to Whataburger in before inflation hit. <laughs> <laughs> so I know the prices are already just now. They are, but uh, Wendy's is, is no joke either. Um, but you know, one thing, one recommendation I'll give you, which I'm, you know, you may or may not have already done. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, it's a dangerous recommendation. You download those apps. Oh yes. I mean, I don't, I can't tell you how many free hamburgers I've gotten from all the points I've earned from all the Wendy's and Whataburger. I've, I've Wendy's, you know, Popeyes, Whataburger. We've literally had to delete. DoorDash and Uber Eats from both of our phones in this household. I had to delete all the the fast food apps because I was I was eating too much. Yeah, I understand. You step you step on that scale. It's like, goddamn, I gained ten pounds in a week and a half. What happened? Well, why the <laughs> fuck you ate Popeyes three two days out of the week and <laughs> there was no cooking going on. Yeah, but look yeah. how much money I saved. <laughs> yeah, that too. Look how many free things I got. Nah, that's yeah. how they trick you oh this is free and then you you're right back there to, within 48 hours mm-hmm. but you know no matter oh, how much you do to, when, to, uh, to, I was to say uh, McDonald's still king because they got that damn indoctrination on all of us well for me McDonald's has the best value menu yes. you can get a $2 uh, double cheeseburger I'll get three of them 
at three in the morning um, and a spicy chicken sandwich, McChicken for like a dollar or dollar fifty or whatever. I mean, I will eat a disgustingly amount of food for ten dollars for McDonald's at three in the morning after a night out. Um, I, and it's great. The first thing when you ever say that I, I will eat a disgusting amount of food for cheap. All I can hear is Taco Bell or Jack in the Box calling your name. <laughs> <laughs> not as much. I'm not a big Jack in the Box fan. Their curly fries are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taco Bell, like they look, they all, we all pay the price the next day or several hours after. We all do. But Taco Bell is, the, even I have my limits in terms of how much I'm willing to pay. Well, um, I got to be, be honest. <laughs> the reason like that happens, I know we all make the joke, is Taco Bell's food. And it's like, it's not Taco Bell itself. It's literally the food, the ingredients. All that yeah. stuff that they put in there is like, biologically, it messes with your stomach <laughs> like that. I am, I am not willing to. Uh, it's very, like, it's very rare that I will, um, you know, roll, uh, you know, rock with taco bell for mm-hmm. uh, a night but um yeah but you're right well for the value menu it's all about mcdonald's for the quality in my opinion it's wendy's because they got those also they have those those uh, spicy chicken nuggets which are delicious and 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 the big one they got the multi-functioning you know uh, you know, 150 selection. Oh, the drink fountain machine. drinks. Oh yes. You ever seen someone go to the drink machine and spend a good five minutes trying to figure out what the hell they want? I've been there. I've done it. <laughs> oh, you've been that man. Yes. <laughs> Hands on the hip, like God damn. I've seen that in Wendy's. I've seen that in uh, Jack in the Box and in Wingstop. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been Wingstop a lot. Yeah. Wing stop, thigh stop. They had a chicken sandwich for a minute, but they sold out like uh, Popeye yeah. did. Um, so, yeah, and who you know else has delicious food, but always makes you feel bad eating there? Go ahead, Chick Fil A. Of course, <laughs> they were the only place I could get uh, cherry coke at the time. And then I found out Wendy's was doing it. I love some cherry coke. Man, I I love that frosted lemonade with a spicy sandwich yeah i mean you can you can taste the bigotry in it but god <laughs> damn it that's what makes it hit yeah. so having said all that wendy's mcdonald's burger king no we didn't talk about burger king we don't really need to talk about them i don't i've never been big in burger king never I, I was never did anything for me i like the idea of flame broil but mm-hmm. i they're they're almost they're neck and neck with Taco Bell in terms of the price I'm not willing to pay. Uh, oh, they hit like that for you? They do. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's wet and wild stuff, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, I did not need that description. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the company said we haven't bad mouthed in the in the first. Seven minutes of or however long it's been. Uh, Wendy's, McDonald's, uh, Wingstop, Chick fil A, Popeyes. Uh, are you a big Chipotle guy? 
Um, you know, I, I, I honestly only like Chipotle if I go eat there. And they used to, when I was before, you know, I, before COVID, when I would work at the office, coworkers would want to walk over to Chipotle and, you know, stand in line for 30 minutes to get a damn burrito. And I would go, and it's good. It's good when you eat it right away. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it when I get home, like if I get it to go. I'm in, I, I'm indifferent towards it. If someone suggests it, I'll go and grab some, but yeah. I'll never suggest go getting it for myself because I always say Chipotle is what white people think Mexican food tastes like. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is so like to me, this is me. I'm not saying anything for any, not speaking for anyone listening, but for me, it's so bland. It's like yeah. I, if I take a bite, I got to come home and put some seasoning, throw it in the pot and season it myself. <laughs> like, I might as well cook my own damn burritos in it, man. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, for, for me, if, if it's fresh, like right away, then I can, I can withstand it. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I would never suggest going to pick it up and coming mm-hmm. home with it. Um, but again, that's just me. That, that's just me. But anyways, all these companies we've mentioned, any of y'all want to sponsor us or send us some free food? Yeah. Oh, also shout, shout out to Sonic. Sonic, their uh, their appetizers are great. Mm. They got the the popcorn chicken. They've got mozzarella sticks. They've got, I think, the best onion rings in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. They're f- flaky and delicious, and they never miss with the yeah. onion rings. The drinks. Oh, that's how yeah. you got to say it, the drinks. Cherry limeade. I mean, standard, classic. Can't go wrong. It's like wearing a, you know, a, a, a John Hamm, Mad Men, Don Draper, gray suit and black tie. Classic cherry limeade. Mm-hmm. I can't, you can't go wrong with it. Can't go wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah, we we spent the first, I don't know how long, 10 minutes talking about fast food. <laughs> and now I'm hungry. Yes. I'm hungry too. As soon as I get off, I'm finished. I'm going to go in there and finish off and play a nachos. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I cooked tonight. Nice. Fancy. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So um, we started this pod. This podcast is supposed to be about football. We took a nice little <laughs> tangent to fast food. And um, honestly, you're lucky because we could have started talking about pizza and we didn't. Oh, so we have to do. We should probably just do like a food episode. We just talk about all the best places. Mm-hmm. Fast, you know, national fast food chains and local favorites. You know, yeah. I think we should do that sometime. Yes. I could talk a good 15 minutes about Timmy Chan's. Ah, yeah. Man, we're here to talk about the football or um something else that uh churns our stomachs. <laughs> Much like a Taco Bell at three in the morning. Yeah. We're uh, gonna talk about the hometown Texans who are currently zero, one, and one. Some... I gotta tell you. Go ahead. You know, when I saw that box score mm-hmm. without even reading the headlines. The first thing that came to mind, I guess I've been paying attention just enough to notice that really was the first tie in the Texans history. Yes. Like that's so crazy. 
Texans have been around for what, 20 years? 21, I believe. Yeah, I, I was a, God, I can't, I was either a sophomore or junior and, uh, no, 20. School. Yeah, you're right. I think 20. It was 02, yeah. right? Yeah, 02. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, it's forever ago. <laughs> Uh oh, something else that made me feel old today. I was scrolling around Twitter and I saw some uh rap song from some mumble rapper and the the song he had sampled was from Big Pimpin', that Jay Z UGK song. Yeah. That song is over 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> we are just slowly turning to dust. Finished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about the Texans. Currently, like I said, zero one and one. They uh, snatched a tie from the jaws of victory in Week One and uh, against the Colts. And then in Week Two, they had what I like to call a rock fight against the Denver Broncos. <laughs> uh, you uh, let's start with first game because you saw that game. Um, all I can say about the game is. And this also counts for the second game as well. The Texans are a team that are going to give you 45 to 50 minutes of good football. That last five, 10 minutes, they're just going to fuck everything up. <laughs> that seems to be the case. But go ahead. Game one. Go ahead. Um, what did you see? How much did you watch a game one? I think I saw the first half. Oh, okay. Of the game. But everything I saw, they were they were winning. Mm-hmm. Um, Fairbairn was kicking good, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, the defense was solid. They were playing. They held they held Indianapolis to three points uh, in the first half, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, the offense. So I think it was ten to seven at halftime. It was ten to three. Uh, ten to three. I'm sorry. Ten to three at halftime. There was um, that touchdown that that uh... Mills. Are you thinking of Davis Mills? Yes. Yeah. Davis Mills um, landed, and it was. I mean, it was great. He seemed to be. He he seemed to be playing poised or with poise in the first half. Um, they didn't go three and out. Every possess like you know, you know, consecutive possessions like they have in the past. So the defense had time to you know catch their breath and and you know uh, put pressure on Matt Ryan. That first half seemed pretty flawless, and then I don't know what happened. I turned <laughs> it off. I, I I forgot what happened. I think I had a, I went somewhere. I did something, and then that was it. Oh, so you're the one to blame for them losing. Yeah, I turned it off and they were like, oh, Anthony's not watching more. We can shit the bed now. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Going, um, going back to what you said about the Texans in the first half, honestly, it was only the Texans offense didn't really start get going until the second quarter. Right. Like if you compare Davis Mills in the first and fourth quarter and compare that to the second and third quarter, it's like two completely different quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. All the scoring for the Texans came through in the second and third quarter. And, you know, Davis Mills, he looked the part in the first game. He wasn't, he wasn't as bad as he turned out to be in the second game. But uh, uh, 
this game, like the Colts scores 17 points in the fourth quarter to tie it and, you know, lead to overtime. And it's not all on the defense. The defense like held them to their part. But in the fourth quarter, the offense just went dead for the Texans. Three and out. Um, I believe there was one time where uh, Davis Mills just fumbled and had to fall on the ball. It was like, it was just ugly, ugly. Um, <sighs> disgusting. Can I just say that? <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's the game that we expected. Like we we don't expect the Texans to go out here and actually contend for the division. They're over and under, like we said last podcast was like four and a half. But I just want this team to be competent for all 60 minutes. It doesn't seem like we're gonna get that this season. Right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I mean, I feel like the defense is going to have to be the anchor of the team. I just, you know, do you want? I want to uh, tell you what happened to the Texans' drives after they scored that last touchdown. After it was twenty to three, mm-hmm. and they had one, two, three, four, five possessions after that. So here's how they went after that touchdown. Next possession, punt after twelve plays. After the possession of that fumble after two plays, possession after that punt after five plays, possession after that punt after three plays, and then the last possession they punt the end of the half, end of the fourth quarter. That is just a failure and all and always from the offensive side. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much you can do defensively when the other team just constantly driving down the field and, and your offense is just giving them the ball right back. Yeah, and look, giving up 20, look, giving up uh, 17 points in the fourth quarter is never good. It's you just it can't happen. But overall Gave up 20 points in the, overall in the game. Gave up 16 points week two. Mm-hmm. The defense, yeah, the defense is going to have to – they're going to have to hold these teams to something between 16 and 20 points to to hope that the offense can put up just enough for a win. They did that in two games, and they couldn't get a win out of it. Yeah, no, that's why I say hope because – it's still, you're still asking a lot. Like, it's a big ask. Yeah, because the Colts, honestly, do not look good at all. We saw right. um, uh, this week in week two, they lost to the Jaguars. What was the final score of that game? Do you know? Uh, I think it uh, was a 27 to 7. Oh, they scored? <laughs> I think I saw it was like 27 to 0. Nope, twenty four to zero. They did not. Twenty four to zero. They got yeah. shut out. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I knew it was. A, it was a whipping. Yeah, I don't think. Hey, good going. for the cons. Finally, something going right for them this month. Finally, something going right. Their team isn't the worst team in football, and their nope. team is the best team in the AFC South at no, one and one. 
not the worst team in this division. So congratulations to them. Yeah. Yeah. If... <sighs> all right. So let's go on to game two. You didn't see this game at all. And you were all the better for it. <laughs> this game was just... I said earlier it was a rock fight, a slugfest. This wasn't like two great defenses going at it. This was two subpar offenses that could not get it going at all. Between Davis Mills and Russell Wilson, this was just a terrible game. Like, I understand that from Davis Mills. I'm looking at this, this game from Russell Wilson. He ain't got he ain't got no more. And he's getting paid a lot of money. He's getting Paid a lot of money to be Russell Wilson mediocre. Yeah, but that and Russell Wilson was gone. Yeah. So let me tell you how crazy this game was. There, the on the Broncos side, their head coach Nathaniel Hackett might be the dumbest man coaching right now. <laughs> like week one, they played against Seattle and. They lost because they decided to go for a 64-yard field goal at the end of the game. It was like fourth and five, and they decide to go for the field goal. It's like, well, what are you doing this for? Why do you pay Russell Wilson all that money? You don't trust him to go for, you know, a drive. Mm -hmm. And in this game, they had a sequence where it was third and short. They did a tight end option play. They were, and of course they didn't get it. So it's fourth and fourth and short. They're going for the field goal. They get a delay game called on them. Then they have to punt it. There was also uh, a time where they had to call a timeout because they didn't have a punt returner when the Texans were going to punt the ball. Oh my god! It's just like the entire. Oh oh oh! And not to mention. There was a part in the third quarter where the crowd was literally counting down the play clock because they were getting so many goddamn delay of games. Good Lord. Like, this is um, his first year as a head coach. And I'm like, dude, you may not make it to week three or week eight. Whatever your bye week is, you better be worried. Wasn't he the great offensive coordinator for – Aaron Rodgers the past few years in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. But whenever you have a guy who's the um, offense coordinator of a team that has a Hall of Fame quarterback, you always need to take that with a grain of rice. Mm-hmm. A grain of salt, sorry. Because how much work are you actually doing compared to how much work someone like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Peyton Manning is doing? Like how many times we gotta see these guys get somewhere in a position of power as a head coach and they they just fail fantastically because they don't have that superstar quarterback. And yeah, and if you you probably thought Russell Wilson was gonna be a superstar quarterback when you got got the job, and it doesn't seem like it's it looks like them days are over. I mean, let's let's be honest. Look at look at New England. Mm-hmm. What has Belichick done since Tom Brady left? Oh, well, last year they made the playoffs with smoke and mirrors. 
Yeah. And I believe they got smoked their first playoff game. And this year, um, what's the quarterback's name? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. He looks like he's on his way to becoming a career backup. Shit, Davis Mills looks like he's on his way to that same fate. Yeah. With Brady and Belichick, it's like they were the perfect uh, compliments to each other. Mm-hmm. And more so on Brady's side because he's left and won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Still in contention for another one this year. Mm-hmm. If you look at how bad the NFC is. Oh, yeah. Who would we pick for the NFC? I think we both picked the Packers. I believe so. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't seen anything this year to make me change my mind. <laughs> yeah, I believe uh, the Packers. And back to the, the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, just looking at the box score that I could take away from this, mm-hmm. which, you know, I don't, it's not that I hate the guy. It's just I kind of hate the guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A fair bear. He went three for three on field goal attempts. He did his a, job. He, he did his job. He did his job, and I'm praising him for that because he has just been. I've seen him. I've seen him miss so many kicks in the over the past years. I'm still convinced he's got like just filth evidence on on cal mcnair or something man like just something is like hey you don't want this getting public you better keep me as your goddamn kicker for your football team you know but but he actually did his job yesterday so hopefully you know that will continue Hmm. but yeah I remember what I was watching this game at home, and as soon as uh, the Broncos scored that touchdown and went up uh, 13 to 9, I was like, well, this game is over. Because <laughs> there, there was no, there, that was the fourth quarter. And I was like, I have seen nothing in this game to make me believe that the Texans are going to drive down the field and score a touchdown. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice that either. The Texans were up nine to six. Yes. Oh, that's that's off. They had the lead with what? This is crazy. <laughs> like I said, rock fight. And just like a rock fight, one guy got hit in the head with the with a stone, went down. That's what happened when <laughs> the Broncos scored that touchdown. <laughs> that was it. And oh, watch man. that. Go ahead. Watching the Texans try to run any kind of offense, any kind of hurry up offense, it was like, okay, Davis, Davis Mills is not that guy. Last part, last uh, bit of the game, it's like 40 seconds left, and they got 70 some yards to travel to get a touchdown. And you know, you know, it's not going to happen, but you just <laughs> want them to lie to you. He's out here throwing check downs to uh, the damn uh, running back. I'm like, come on, at least throw the ball longer than 15 yards. Lie to me, Davis. Lie <laughs> to me. Make me feel like you can do something. But I can't remember a time that I've seen him be so inaccurate. I mean, passes were just sailing 
to uh, too far left, too far right. Guys had to j- make jumping grabs the entire game. Like I, I don't think he hit more than like one receiver in stride the entire entire game, man. I think the only good thing to happen is they got Damian Pierce involved. 15 carries for 69 yards. Yes, I nice. did see that, which, yeah. It's better than your top running back, you know, rushing for, you know, 29 or 30 yards, which we saw a lot of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need to give him the ball and go. And they also need to have some more creative play calling. So many times they had the ball on third and two and decide, oh, we're going to run it up the middle. It's like, can you do play action? Maybe a sweep to the side, something besides what every football team has done in the past 50 years. Mm -hmm. It's like the most conservative as play calling. And it annoys me because this team isn't going to win. We all accept that. They're not, in the, like I said, they're not in the running for the division or going to Super Bowl, anything like that. So at the least, the least you could do is make this shit exciting. Like do something crazy. Like the first game when they threw the flea flicker. Let's have more of that. Yeah. Go for it on fourth down. Have fun with this. Because if you're going to be bad, at least be exciting. At least right. give me that feeling like, I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> what will they try? What will they think of next? Yeah, could be a flea vicker or halfback pass. Davis Mills might just run up the gut for 12 yards. No idea what's going to happen. It's crazy. <laughs> right. uh, they've seen they've seen content with being bad and boring, mm-hmm. which has been the Texans way for like the majority of their existence. <laughs> Let me ask you this. I mean, look, yep. obviously you have to have talent. There has mm-hmm. to be someone worth putting on this, on the field to, to execute the, the plays that you create. Um, so obviously there's a deficiency there that we've had for a while now. What, what do you make of uh, the new offensive coordinator, Pep Hamilton? Not much right now. Mm-hmm. And it's hard right now because you only get three ga- games of preseason now and right. your, your number one offense doesn't play that much. So it's like, it's like um, in baseball, when it be in the season, the pitchers are always ahead of the hitters. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like right now. The defense is ahead of the offense because the offense doesn't, it, it doesn't have that rhythm yet, but I don't know how long that excuse can last for the Texans. Like this may just be rhythmless nation. nation. That's what they are. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I hate it, but I like it. <laughs> I'm already looking to see who's the big quarterback that will be drafted um, next year. Cause this year for quarterback was, uh, not great. No. NFL mock draft. There we go. God, I can't believe so many sites have their mock drafts already up. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And they have them up by um, like they change every week depending on what happens. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, because right now I'm on CBS and they currently have the Falcons as the with the number one overall pick. Let's see, quarterbacks, uh, C.J. Shroud from um, what's that? Ohio State, Bryce Young from Alabama, Will that Levis, Levis from Kentucky. Right now, the CBS draft, they got the Texans at the third pick, picking Bryce Young. You have no idea who these guys are, because you know what's going <laughs> not, not a clue. I don't know much about the Texans, but I know this. Davis Mills is playing for his job. If he doesn't prove that he can be a top, you know, top 16 quarterback, mm-hmm. he's pl- he's going to be a backup next year. Or he might start a couple of games until the rookies are ready, whoever they may be, Stroud or Young. Right. Oh, what? Uh, Do you have any early impressions of Derek Stingley Jr.? First game, he looked he looked great. He looked like an all po all pro. Second game, he got his ass lit up, <laughs> and that's the life of a rookie, you know. Yeah. Especially when you're you're gonna be on the number one wide receiver, you're gonna get lit up every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So I I expect more good games for him as we get further on into the season. But yeah, Denver they were basically picking on him the entire game. Which is to be expected. <laughs> I still have high hopes for the kid. I think he's going to be real good, uh, but he's going to have some struggles this year. Okay, and that's All it. Right. I I did I forgot that they draft. They had the number three pick. Mm-hmm. Like the Texans aren't horrible. I don't think they're going to have the number one pick. I don't think they're going to have the worst record in the league. It's just they they can't finish games or they can't start games. They can yeah. only give you 45 minutes out of the 60. <laughs> That's it. But I tell you what, I think they get their first win next week against the Bears. You still there? Did we lose? Yeah. Okay, you were quiet. Because <laughs> if you think Davis Mills is a terrible quarterback, whoo, go look at Justin Fields. What is it? It's Bears by two and a half right now on ESPN. I picked Texas. I think Texas get their first win and end up one, one, and one. Ooh. Hmm? Man, can only hope. 
right. Are there any stories around the league you want to talk about? Oh, man, we've got to talk about that comeback by Miami. I thought that game was over. I couldn't believe the score at halftime. I was like, all right, well, that's it. Yeah, it was 28-7 to at halftime. And it was what, uh, 30, 30, what, 35 to 14 at the end of the third? And then Miami scores 28 points in the fourth quarter to come back and win 42 to 38. Lamar Jackson got to be looking around like, ooh, I can't wait to find a new team to sign. Right. That was the ultimate y'all lost game. I did everything I could out in the field. I mean, 318 yards passing, no interceptions, no sacks, 119 yards rushing, and a touchdown. Three touchdowns passing. He did everything everything that you can do. Yeah, just kneel on the side of the field, be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and then Tua. I mean, is this uh damn pop-ups? <laughs> We're gonna Verizon, say call us. Send send us some sponsorships. But uh <laughs> Verizon might shut us down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut that part out. <laughs> and uh Tua, I mean, my God, he he went out of his mind. Is this a coming out party for him? He's got to be loving Mike McDaniel mm-hmm. as his head coach. He was a very much an offensive guy. You got to be loving Tyreek Hill and Jalen. Oh Waddle. yeah, <laughs> that too. Oh, you know, a lot of times it. you'll see you'll see teams like get a well. Look, I mean, look at a. I know the situation is a little different because Odell went to LA and was kind of hurt at the time, I think, mm-hmm. or he got hurt early. Um, and he just was never treated like the number one guy, like he was in, in New York. Well, he didn't but have Ty- to be Cooper cup was there. That's true. That is true. But Tyreek is being treated like the number one guy that they expected from, from him to be the number one guy. 11, uh, 11 receptions, 190 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, the Dolphins did everything a team is supposed to do when they have a quarterback they're not 100% sure about. They gave him all the tools and said, hey, this is on you, buddy. And, boy, did he. And he, he looked good. He looked, he looked great. Good. He looked like college Tua again mm-hmm. before his hip injury. He looked, he looked like an MVP. I know it's just one game and it's early in the season, but he he played his he played his heart out, and they came back and beat Baltimore, which is I gotta say, Baltimore, your defense. I know guys are dropping like flies, but to give up twenty eight points in the fourth, yeah, uh, that's something we gotta look. We're, Got to pay attention to later on in the season because Lamar can't do it all by himself, even though he tried in this game. 
Real quick, I mean, who's – I mean, uh, there's going to be a bidding war for Lamar, it mm-hmm. seems like. I mean, if you're Lamar, who do you want to go to? Wherever can give me the best deal mm-hmm. and I can have a chance to win. Uh, it, I don't know. Personally, I'm looking at someone already. Give me your team. Who? Who? Pittsburgh needs a quarterback. Who's Pittsburgh number one wide receiver? Is it Juju Smith Schuster? Nope, because he is on the Chiefs. Try again. Oh, he is. <laughs> yep. Interdivision? Oh no, not interdivision. Who is on the Steelers? Uh. Oh, well, they just drafted Kenny Pickett. Calvin Austin Jr. He's a rookie. Miles Boykin, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Anthony Miller, Gunner. I'm not going to pronounce his name. George Pickens and Steve. Okay, well, (laughs) I guess maybe not. I didn't ask that question to be a dick. I honestly did not know who the Steelers receivers were. <laughs> and it's crazy because I watched that uh, Steelers-Patriots game on Sunday because it was the, the the 12 o'clock game. No idea who was catching them balls from uh, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. I didn't even know he was their quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, if the Steelers end up over 500 with Mitch Trubisky at QB and five dudes from Walmart at wide receiver, Mike Tomlin needs a lifetime contract. Let that mess at his own price. <laughs> yeah. uh, going back to where we think uh, Lamar Jackson could end up, I still think Baltimore is the best place for him because – You know, we got time. Hold on. Let me just go through the teams real quick. We got time. You want to start at the AFC or the NFC? Yeah, start, start in the AFC. All right. So I'm just going to start at the top. AFC East. The Bills, no. Nope. Dolphins, it depends on what Tua does, but right now it's looking like no. Yeah. New England Patriots. Are they? Would they be willing to spend the money? That's a good question. I have no idea because Belichick is impossible to read. Mm-hmm. I might just put a question mark right in. New York Jets. I mean, you might as well stay in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm like, uh, the Jets may be interested, but I don't see why Lamar would be interested. I mean, yeah. money talks, but I don't know. Uh, going to the North Ravens, I still think they're the lead right now. Mm-hmm. Bengals, no. Uh, Browns just gave all that money to the nasty man, so no. <laughs> Steelers. Oh, Maybe. That. Yes, I, I don't say his name. I always call him the nasty man. The nasty, <laughs> the nasty man TM, trademark. The, yeah. He who shall not be named. Oh, I saw a picture at the, um, from the Cleveland Browns game. And it was a couple, and they had on jerseys, and on the back, one said rubbing, and the other one said tugging. <laughs> and that's why I'm so glad they lost that game against the Jets. 
That's awesome. Let's fuck them. All right. Uh, moving on. Let's go to the South Texans. Of course. I'd love it. I would love for it to happen. I think if he was on the Texans right now, they're 2-0. and In fact, I shouldn't even say I think. I know if he's on the team right now, he's 2-0. and He's an MVP candidate. What I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's Colts. Uh, I mean, they, they, they definitely need a quarterback, a young mm-hmm. quarterback. Because their head coach has had five quarterbacks in five years. Yep, that sounds about right. It was, well, it was Luck, Bursett, Rivers, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan this year. Who am I missing? God, I'm missing somebody. It's annoying. Carson Wentz. That's, that's right. Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah, Wentz last you. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, no. Titans. Ooh, I think the Titans might be a Super Bowl team. They had Lamar Jackson on them. Yeah. I mean, what's his name? What's his name? I forgot his name already. I want to say Marcus Mariota, but I know that's wrong as hell. No. Uh, Tannehill. Tannehill. He's done great. He's done great for him. Almost got him to a Super Bowl, but almost isn't good enough if you can get Lamar Jackson to put you over. Tannehill is like um, old boy on the Vikings. Um, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. It's like if everything is perfect everywhere else, he can get you to a Super Bowl. But if anything breaks down and he has to make a play, you are fucked. <laughs> and uh, how much longer is Ryan? What's Ryan Tannehill's contract look like? They really get that mess. He does not have a four-year contract with the. All right, he's got one more year yeah. after this year, so he has two years left on his contract. Mm-hmm. God, I forgot they gave him that big deal. Wow, and he's thirty-four. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky, sneaky old. Uh, we're going on to. So, how many teams have we named so far? The Patriots are maybe. Ravens. Texans, of course. You still got the Steelers? Possibly. All right. I give you Steelers, Texans, Colts, Titans. So we named about what five, six teams? Mm-hmm. Five teams. Broncos, no. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. We're going to West. Broncos, no. They gave all that money to Wilson. Chiefs, definitely not. No. The Raiders. This is a make or break year for Derek Carr. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Let's see. What's his contract looking like? There we go. Woo-hoo. So he's got a four-year. Let's see. He's got three more years after this one. Man, that's a huge. You don't think they would part ways with him? I wonder what how much that 
I mean, he just signed that three-year contract. Three years, $121 million. When did he sign it? Uh, Early this year, April. Okay, so this is before – this is after John Gruden had – or Dana White had a deal in place to send – to bring Tom Brady to Oakland or to Vegas. Oh, yeah, all that craziness, yes. Because if they had gotten that deal done, they would have – doesn't matter how much – money car was owed they would have they would have part they would have sent him packing yeah but that happened they'd only have this this year deal with them they could have easily trade them i mean you're tacking on another three years on that deal i'm not sure what to do i'm not i don't know where you send him yeah but vegas has weapons that that jackson you know probably would love to play with um the guy from formerly from green bay jenny not jennings adams Devontae adams yeah i mean you get those two guys together now i know Carr. you know him and Carr were college teammates and stuff like that or something like that or buddies or something yeah teammates but yeah that was that's that was cool 10 years ago because Derek Carr is 31. Right. If you have a chance to play with a prime Lamar Jackson, I mean, why why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. I'll put him on the maybe list for now. I'll put him on the maybe list. Chargers, definitely no. No. So uh, we got, let's see, Patriots, Steelers, Ravens, Texans, Colts, Titans. So the entire AFC South is the deck and the Raiders. So, so name like seven teams out of the AFC. All right, NFC, let's go. Uh, Cowboys. Yes. Ooh. Are you willing to give up on Dak already? Um, no, that. I know that Dak contract is crazy because he just signed it. But I feel like Jerry Jones, I think there was, wasn't there an interview where he was talking about his own mortality? Like, what does he care? What does he care if he has to, if he cuts Dak or trades him and owes him a bunch of money? Oh, he signed that contract last year. Four years, $160 million. They got three more years. If he's really contemplating his own mortality at, you know, at his age right now, and he wants to win a title, and Dak has gotten hurt three of the last four years, two of the last three years, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what's what's a hundred million? To Jerry Jones, who can't take it with him. <laughs> no, can't. So it'd probably be something like a sign and trade where, um, and I'm not sure the NFL rules allow this. So it let me embellish a little bit. Basically, where Lamar signs the franchise deal and then he's traded to Dallas and the Ravens get Dak back. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if the Ravens be willing to take on that money because they're balking at signing Jackson and he's a former MVP. Mm -hmm. 
song. Would you rather have Jackson at 45 million or Dak at 40? Jackson at 45. <laughs> What's 5 million when you're a billionaire? Like, Would you rather have It's Jack- not my money all also. So what's yes. 5 million? <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have Jackson at 50 million or Dak at 40? Jackson at 50 million. I'm uh, yeah, I'm with you. Jackson I- is what? 25 he's barely 25 or something like that. Yeah, I think I'm with you in all that. I'm not sure what the number would have to be for me to pick um, Dak over Jackson. Lamar turns 26 in January. He's still 25. Like he is not even in his, not even, not even, he's still got two years to his physical prime. Like, like our primes usually come around 27, 28. Mm-hmm. He's not even close to that yet. And he's playing at an MVP level. So, yeah, Lamar Jackson at 50 million or soon to be, well, not soon. He just turned 29. Dak Prescott, who's often injured, Dak Prescott. Starting to get the injury prone tag, Dak Prescott. Oh, but there's Zeke. I think Jerry would find a way. Because Zeke is going to want the ball. So Lamar Jackson, the contract he rejected from the Ravens, if reportedly a five-year, $250 million extension and $133 million guaranteed, which obviously comes from the team because they want to paint Lamar Jackson as being greedy. Right. Deshaun Watson got a fully guaranteed five-year, $230 million contract. Fully guaranteed. Uh-huh. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm like, you can't pay me less than a nasty man's getting. <laughs> I have an MVP. Thank you very much. I've carried this team to the playoffs. You got your rabbit ass mind. You think I can't get 230 guaranteed? That's exactly what the Sean should do. And, and you know what the Ravens should do? The Ravens should look at it and be like, just because the Browns did something stupid don't mean we got to follow them. <laughs> right. Jimmy Hass is a fool, not us. We can't follow you around 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. So, like, I understand the situation from both sides. But, man, I, I would have a hard time looking at, what, looking at Lamar Jackson and watching this game and seeing his past history and not being like, five years, 250 guaranteed? Yeah, sure. Let's go with it. All right, going back to the team. So, Cowboys, yes for you? Yes. You you convinced me. I'm going yes because Jerry Jones. <laughs> you ever read that book about the Cowboys in the 90s? No. Oh, um, what was it called? Not, um, yeah, I don't remember it off of that. Jeff Perlman wrote it. I, I've read it a couple of times. They was on Wild Boys, and Jerry Jones was leading the pack. <laughs> um. Guys, one that was Mets book. This is gonna annoy me because now I can't remember what the hell the name book was. Anyway, going on New York Jets, Giants, Giants. Sorry. Uh, are we asking if they want to sign him or should sign him? Either one. Yes. Boys will be boys. That was the name of the book. Excellent book. 
Yeah, New York Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Him or Daniel Jones. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's the same thing that we said with uh what team was it? The well I said with the Steelers. It was like who's the weapons that he's gonna have around him in the Giants? Mm-hmm. Uh Philadelphia Eagles. I'm currently watching them right now, and Jalen Hurts looks like he um he deserves another year so far. Yeah, no, I think Hertz is too young that I don't think they're going to want to think they, they'll stick with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Washington Commies. <laughs> um, yes, I mean, should they want him? Yes. Should he consider going there? I don't think so. Uh, again, another uh, situation. What weapons do they have? Yeah. All right, but I think it's Cowboys. All right, Chicago Bears. Justin Fields is their quarterback, right? Yes, sir. Man, I don't know. I think they stick with Fields. I think in those situations, what the hell do you guys have around you? Mm-hmm. You don't. If you're Lamar Jackson, you don't want to go to a worse situation, right? Uh, Detroit are guaranteeing you through two hundred forty million dollars. Yeah, I I go to a worse situation for that amount of money. Uh, Detroit Lions. Is now I realize I have no idea who the Detroit Lions quarterback is. Jared Goff. Okay. Um. So yeah, I, I would, I would want to sign him. What is there? Uh, and they maybe. won yesterday, thirty-six to twenty-seven. Maybe, huh? I'll put them maybe. Pal. Uh, Packers, no Vikings. Yeah. We say yes, but obviously they love Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Can't get enough of man. Can't get enough of man. They love Keep that. bringing him back. They love that milk toast white man. <laughs> uh, moving on to South. Atlanta Falcons. Yes, but I mean, <laughs> they just had what? The number two overall pick for a reason? Or they're projected to have the number one overall pick <laughs> next year for a reason. So yeah. clearly, yeah, of course you want him, but no, he's not going to Atlanta. Uh, uh, yeah. Panthers. No, because I don't they've got him. they've got two quarterbacks to deal with already. And they've got a running back in, in McCaffrey. Yeah, and I don't think you could take away touches from him. I think it'd be the best you could take away touches from him. Keep him healthy. Oh, uh, yeah. But I say no. I think they're going to ride out. Um, What's Ma- that kid's name? Oh, Baker. We, yeah, Baker Mayfield. 
they're going to keep tricking themselves into one more year. <laughs> uh, Saints? Yes, because Drew Brees is not coming back. Yeah, and Jameis Winston is not that guy. Nope. Uh, Buccaneers? Yes, if you <laughs> if you believe that Tom Brady will retire after this season. You just got to start rumors like, hey, dog, I think your wife's about to leave you. Every time I see it, she look mad. You know, your wife face, you know, she, I overheard your wife talking to my wife and, you know, got a little testy, something about you eating too many strawberries. I don't know what that's about, man. You might want to go home and fix that. All right. <laughs> yeah, <we got> it. <laughs> so only get Tom Brady to retire because if he doesn't retire, he's going to get divorced and then he'll have all his time for footballs and he really will play till he's 50 years old. Right. Uh, West Cardinals. No, no Rams. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's a super, it's LA. It's a super team. I just don't know. They have the money. That's the yeah. only thing. Cause they've been paying guys left and right. Um, and the bill's going to come due for them soon. Mm, oh, yeah. Uh, 49ers? Yeah. Now that what's uh, Trey Lance? Trey Lance broke his ankle yesterday. Here's the problem. He's out for the year, right? Yeah. Which means they're going to trick them, themselves into thinking he needs another year. <laughs> we can't give up on this guy. You know, we spent also they spent three first round picks to trade up to get him. Mm-hmm. It is what we like to call a sunk cost, but they're going to keep paying that damn cost. Uh, and last but not least, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, they should yeah. Want yeah, for sure. Man, I think the team that that I feel like what caused the biggest buzz is the Cowboys. You you really talked me into that one. Like, if he doesn't go back to the Ravens, I want to see him go to the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine what um, the talking heads will do on their shows? Skip, Skip Bayless might literally bust a blood vessel. Steven A. Put that cowboy hat away for good. Nah, he'd be he out. No, no, nah, nah, he'd be out there like, uh, like the ultimate wrestling heel. He'd be talking about how this don't mean nothing. They still got that same cowboy thing. He would be out there like, uh, Roddy Roddy. Wrong, will yeah, go wrong. Yeah, like Roddy Roddy Piper, just talking mondo shit. <laughs> Double down is mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Everybody need the on TV. Like so, so much has been stolen from wrestling. <laughs> WWE needs to That's walk around with a lawsuit because the what Stephen A does being the bad guy to your favorite team, you know what that does? That makes people turn in and watch whenever right. the Cowboys do something good or when they mess up. Everyone turns in to see Stephen A the next day and see what he has to say. I'm not even a Cowboys fan, and I still tune in mm-hmm. to see what Stephen A says the next day. I still 
I still tune in because I want to see him wear that little cowboy hat mm-hmm. and and chew on that cigar and do that dumb stereotypical Texas accent poorly. <laughs> I tune in. Yeah, everyone loves a heel, no matter what they say. <laughs> All right. Anything else? MLB. Um, MLB. I'm sorry. I'm looking at uh, the Astros score right now. They won 4-0. They're officially the American League West champions again. Yep. Think they got it's uh the magic number is seven for them to have the um best record in the American League. Very cool. Mm-hmm. How close do you think it's gonna be between Verlander and Framber for the Cy Young? Uh both top five. I think I think Verlander's gonna win. I think for um Framber's probably gonna end up like fourth or fifth really yeah we know football you, you want to go over to baseball now no 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, you asked the question damn it so i'm gonna look it up i could see him finishing second i think he's starting to bypass those other guys I didn't realize he had pitched so many innings. Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick couple of minutes. I mean, we spent the first 15 minutes talking about fast food. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, that's, I'd say fourth or fifth, because that's my guess. I really haven't been paying to that many other teams. Well, because there was, they were saying that, that Dylan Cease and uh, the guy from Toronto, uh, Kevin Gossman. Gossman, yeah, okay. All right, you just came for the football talk. Thank you for being here. We'll talk to you later. Um, anyone else stay a little bit after for a little baseball? Um, <laughs> I just want to get that out of the way. So I'm on Fangraphs right now. They got the top five pictures right now. Kevin Gossman, Justin Verlander, Shohei Otani, Shane Beaver, and Dylan Cease. Really? Mm-hmm. Out of those guys, Alvada is a six. Uh, those guys, Gosman is the only person with the ERA above three. Yeah. Why is he in contention? Why is his numbers are not very strong? He's 12 and 10, 345 ERA, 1.24 whip, a 2.4 war. Where are you on ESPN? I'm looking at baseball reference. Oh. 2.4? Uh, yeah. Hmm. 
I should go baseball reference. I don't know because baseball reference and fan graph, fan graphs do their um, war calculations different. Uh, let's see. Wow, he's, they gave him a 5.2 war? Yeah, I don't know how. That's a very good question because I'm looking at it as like he's not even on the top 10 for um, um for a fan graph, sorry. But back to your question, I think the Cy Young is – I don't know, because the voters might be like, oh, well, Verlander missed some time, so the innings matter more, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm like, okay, then that means Valdez has to shoot up because he has 185 innings as of this recording. Right. I think that leads the American League right now. I would like to tell you it does. But there's I feel a, Chevy, like it does. a Chevy ad just popped up, so I guess we'll never <laughs> know. Yeah, he, he leads uh 185 to Alec Manoa's 183. Jordan Lyles has pitched 161 innings. You go, buddy. <laughs> But you asked me who wins the Cy Young. I still think it's Verlander, Cy Young. Um, MVP, I think, goes to Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Manager of the year is going to go to whoever is managing the Orioles because the manager, <laughs> the, the manager, the manager of the year award is always the, oh my God, you did better than that. we expected you to. That's why right. the, the Astros never win it. So I can go whoever is. Uh, I don't even know the manager of the Orioles right now. I guess I should look that up. Be respectful to that man. Brandon Hyde. Sounds like a manager of the year candidate. Sounds, that name. <laughs> sounds like the... Uh, computer-generated manager that would be on um, uh, MLB The Show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rookie year for the AL. Um, it's going to be Julio Rodriguez. I don't think anyone yeah. else even comes close. Uh, that's all the awards I really care about. Remember the beginning of the season when I said the Yankees weren't going to make the playoffs and last month it was looking like they were heading that way? Yeah. <laughs> the bastards right the ship. <laughs> I 
Hmm. All right. Anything else for you, my man? Wrap it up. Be here a while. I think that's it. So tonight was ninety-seven. Win ninety-seven for the Astros. Yes, sir. So they're gonna get a hundred, which is pretty awesome. It's always good to see. Projected right now, Fangraphs one hundred and five. If the- okay, okay. So that means they're projected to go eight and six the rest of the way. Because mm-hmm. I was like, what? Okay, yeah, I, I get it now. There's 14 games left. Yep, season's almost over. Let's just run the table. Win those 14 games. Hey, what do you think about Hunter Brown? Real, real quick, that was my last thing I want to ask you about. Mm-hmm. What do you think of him? You remember his potential is. Well, I'm just talking for this season. You remember when um, many, many moons ago when the Angels brought up K-Rod and had him in their playoffs, uh, playoff bullpen and he was just electric like that? Yeah. And he became their um, closer for years and years. I feel mm-hmm. like that with Brown. He's going to be like a weapon out of the bullpen and he's going to be starting for the Astros next next year. I see people play. It's, people are like it's not fair. They they had Justin Verlander, then they brought up a Justin Verlander clone. Because I don't know if you've seen the um, comparisons between them, but it's like mirror images. Well, yeah, I, I was talking to my folks about it because they watch every game and they were listening to the interviews with him, and you know that he basically copied his motion, like his his wind up, and like he grew up in the Detroit area, so like that's the guy that he studied the most. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, if you can, if there's a guy you can to study. Justin that's the guy. Ver, if, if you can lose Justin Verlander next year and still uh, uh, maintain a Justin Verlander mm-hmm. next season, then uh, things are looking up. Things are looking good. That's a, a good position to be in if you're the Astros. Yeah, Hunter Brown and um, also, oh, what's his name? Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm terrible. Jeremy Pena. They're just proof that that ranking system for prospects that every site has means nothing. <laughs> they always have the Astros at the bottom of the list because they don't have the first round picks because of the uh, cheating scandal. But these guys always come up and they contribute. Mm-hmm. It's like what I've seen from the Braves this year. It's like none of the like the Braves coming into the season. I think their their uh, farm system was ranked like somewhere between twenty to twenty five, depending on what uh, website you went to. And these guys have like multiple players contending for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then you have guys, teams are like, oh, this is the number one farm system. We can't wait to see. And then their guys never end up being anything. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have, you all these guys like no offense. There's lottery tickets. Some of them you, you have better odds than others, but they're all lottery tickets. And there are guys who can make it from like the 26, 26 round and make it to the league and be productive, like Chaz McCormick. Mm-hmm. 
Travancore, 21st round. And there are guys who number one overall picks who struggle to be anything more than replacement level, you know? But Matthew said Hunter Brown, like, I'm excited to see what you do. He threw like a 93 mile an hour slider in his second start. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be a problem. <laughs> we'll see. If Verlander does decide to come back and they give him like a deal the Mets gave um, Max Scherzer, I wouldn't complain mm-hmm. about that at all. That's all for me. Anything else, man? That's it. That's all I've got. Congratulations yeah. to the Astros. Yeah. We'll come for the rest of y'all. Sucky Yankees. You thought you were going to be number one seed. You thought you were so good. Now look at you. Punks. <laughs> all right. Let's get <laughs> out of here. I'm going to watch the rest of Monday Night Football and eat these nachos. Um, Anthony, it's always a pleasure talking to you, my friend. You got it. Same here. And thank you all for listening, sharing, downloading, all that stuff. We appreciate it a hell of a lot. So with all I say, for Anthony, I'm De Quincy. Later.